0: Uh, duck bears. You did. You crazy son. You did.
1: Welcome to Barely Educated. We have a huge day to discuss here. Uh, big news, not just bears news. Big NFL news. Ryan Poles has shifted the uh, center of the football universe today, uh, and here to talk about it are uh, myself and Mark Jansen. Hello, Mark. So where exactly are you right now?
0: I am in a hotel in Atlanta.
1: Atlanta?
0: Yes, Great. I came down here to see all the Bears on the Atlanta Bears.
1: Yeah, How's uh, how's our buddy Ryan Pace doing?
0: Although the Atlanta Bears are still bad at football, except for Cordarrelle Patterson, in case you Yeah. No. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Episode one oh two. One oh two. What number was DJ Moore in Carolina? Uh, one oh
1: two. No. Um. You suck, Chris. Is he like eighty-seven or something like that? <clears> two. <throat> ah. I guess I should have figured out from your context clues. <laughs>
0: so we forgot to do famous bears. There are no jerseys in the hundreds. So who's yeah. your pick for best bear to wear jersey number one, Chris? Well,
1: I kind of want to say kicker Jeff Jigger. What? But I'm going. Go, I'm going to
0: go with no. Go ahead. I'll okay. go with
1: Justin Fields, my friend. Because there you be. go. And yeah. who's your pick for jersey number two? Uh, Doug Flutie, my friend.
0: <laughs> no, EJ Moore. We have come full <laughs> circle as a pod. Yes. But look, man, this is one of the best days to be a Bears fan that we've had in a long time.
1: Yeah, so I'm uh, just getting. It's up. like there
0: was drafting Fields.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. I was uh, wrapping up the end of my band rehearsal, and my phone went... <laughs> and I had, like, three, four more minutes to go in rehearsal, and I couldn't react, you know? But I saw, like, blah, blah, trade, and I saw I had a text from Cousin Nate. And I was like, oh, oh something happened. <laughs> but I said, like, nope, I have to focus on the music for three more minutes, four more minutes. And wow. First of all, are you surprised it's Carolina that uh, that did not Not anymore. Not after okay. the
0: combine. Okay. But hang on a, a second for, before I get to that. This is probably the first time there's been Big Bears news where I've talked to you on the pod before I've talked on the phone with President Nate. Now you've texted. Wow. Wow. Getting in before Cousin thats really saying something. That's huge. Sorry, Cousin Nate.
1: Cousin Nate? I am wounded!
0: So, it, there seemed to be a lot of buzz coming out of the combine that it could be Carolina. Okay. I guess I thought it still could be Carolina after another trade. But who cares? Because this was way more than I thought they were going to get from any one team anyway, and I thought they'd get the moon. That's how yeah. much I love this. Like, I was not... Nate and I especially talk about this all the time, but, like, all these people are like, oh, they're not going to get a player or they're not going to get multiple picks. (laughs) Like, dude, you guys are paying no attention to this league. They go ballistic for young QBs. And so even then I was, like, sitting in my conference. My phone starts going off. I get in the car. I'm driving around to my good friend Steve Ortiz, who you know. I do. and, And my phone is, like, pinging the car. And he's like, oh. Got something going on. I'm like, yeah, that's trade. You know, it's like I was like, I'm gonna have to go back and podcast about this after we eat dinner with uh-huh, the kids. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he's laughing at me. And he's like, This is your Super Bowl, I'm like much. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much,
1: yeah. yep, yep. So my,
0: uh, <laughs> yeah. So then uh my my leader pigger first by me and he's like, Yeah, big bear's trade, huh? He's a big commanders fan. Oh and he's in Michigan, so he took his daughter to the Commander's Bears game huh? last year. And he's like talking to me. He's like, Yeah, I was tired. Don't say anything, don't talk to anybody on the way out. They're all depressed. You know, it's a heart wrenching loss. Back when we still kind of wanted to win the occasional game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And then he's like, Yeah, all the Bears fans were dejected. And then a guy walks by wearing a Rogers jersey. And everyone's like, oh, Rodgers sucks. And then a big chant broke out about how they all hated Rodgers and everybody was happy again. Yeah. <laughs> they so they about it goes.
1: yeah. That reminds me of the uh, the last game I've been to at Soldier Field. It was 2009 Cutler's first home game as a Bear, and they beat the defending champion Pittsburgh Steelers 17-14, to 14, mostly because two missed field goals by, oh, who was their kicker then? Was it Del Greco? Was he still? I don't know. Anyway, Bears win seventeen fourteen. Jay Cutler's first game at Soldier Field, he wins. And as we're leaving the stadium, what is everyone chanting? Green Bay sucks. Green Bay sucks. Green. Bay. It was awesome.
0: That's 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 the way, my friend. This hate is the on way. the Packers. Mm-hmm. So, but no, I'm just being funny. So this trade is. Yeah, let's fantastic. go.
1: What are we? Really what do we fantastic. got here? Go through yeah, the whole thing, it. me okay. Yeah, do it all right. So, we got uh, they obviously the Panthers get the number one pick, and that's all that they got, right? Like, there's no Bears didn't give them anything else, right? It's just that pick,
0: that's all I've seen. But I'm trying to catch up, you know, just getting back yeah. to the hotel and being able to be on my phone again.
1: So, then the Bears get the ninth pick, and they also <laughs> get the Panthers' uh, second round pick, I believe. Next year's first round pick. Huge and then 2025, but they're always
0: getting a first next year, they were never doing a deal that didn't give them. Oh, sure, year.
1: sure. Then a 2025 second round pick, and what is makes this absolutely fantastic is that you get DJ Moore, also one of the best young wide receivers. So that's the
0: part that really surprises a, a true number than Varus Jones.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. Wow. Wow, I
0: didn't,
1: I didn't realize that. <laughs> I did. I did see on Twitter that he would already be, he would already be third on the Bears' all-time list of receptions. If <laughs> he love was, it, that's just amazing. Like wow. So yeah, I mean, DJ Moore, he's got three more years on his deal, I believe, and, and
0: so cheap the last two. Yeah. So let's talk about let's go and do his contract because I think that's players aren't traded, contracts are traded. Right, okay. and we all get excited about players, but like the way the business works, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 26.1 this year, 16.05 in 24 and 25.
1: Okay, and I believe he's 25 years old. He's 25, yes, that's correct.
0: So, in a world as Albert Greer puts it, in a world where wide receiver ones were getting 25 million per new money last year, the Bears got DJ Moore. For ages twenty six, seven, and eight. So he's twenty five now, twenty six when the season starts. Oh, okay, okay. At an average of seventeen point four per, and do it in a year when Jacoby Myers and DJ Chark are the top unrestricted free agents. Hmm. Now Chicago can turn focus to the O line. Yeah, Did that receiver really got what it needed. Yes, Did they got the guy to bump them all down where they go. Now I... it's so good for everybody in the passing game. This is huge. Yeah.
1: Because uh, ideally...
0: better than people think.
1: Yeah, Ideally, Darnell Mooney is your number three, right? Ideally? And if that's the case, that's a pretty two good number three, three. I don't care.
0: Like, body type-wise, he's a three, but production-wise, he's probably your two. You know what I'm I mean, saying? If Chase
1: Claypool becomes who they wanted him or thought he would be, he's got to be your number two, right? Ideally... Well, but he
0: won't be. He's never going to get there. Well, Okay.
1: It's based on everybody that's ever yeah, been around yeah,
0: yeah. him. They all say that. Like, I'm just going by what you hear from people from Pittsburgh fans, players. Everyone's like, "Oh yeah, he's." there's a great quote about him that was really scary. He's like, "Yeah, he's a 6'4", but he plays like he's like five eleven, or whatever." And I was like, "Yeah, he couldn't. He could not compete with Sauce Gardner on a jump ball.
1: Well, you
0: know, Sauce is the king of passing. fans. I'm not putting any stock in Claypool until he proves something.
1: There are reasons
0: for it." But I think Mooney is way better, way better. Darnell Mooney had a 1,000-yard season with a pile of crap thrown to him. No. Assuming he comes back fully healthy, he can't be doubled now. Mooney will do very well in single coverage if he didn't lose any speed with the injury.
1: All I'm saying is when people were talking trades this last year, Chase Claypool was – one of the big wide receiver names that people were saying, oh, yeah, who's going to Chase? He was,
0: and I was wrong about him because he doesn't play like he looks, and I didn't realize that. But but to defend him, to try to be fair to both sides of the whole thing, he gets hurt, Fields gets hurt. They never really had a chance to do much together. Yep. So, I mean, I still think he could. I just think Mooney's your two until Claypool proves he can produce. Okay. That's all.
1: But your overall point of the, he knocks everyone down one I th- I absolutely agree with. I think he's works. great
0: for Comet, but this is about
1: Yeah. No, oh, sure. Yeah, so uh is uh is this still not Ryan Pohl's guy? Is Field still not his guy? You know, you well, get your evaluation. <laughs> I just thought it was fun. that was the the talk even a couple months ago was, oh, Poles is yeah. going to well, want him.
0: Yeah. He's he's given Justin every chance to succeed. That's right. Assuming he addresses right. the line a couple times, which he's going to do, mm-hmm. right? And then if Justin's passing numbers are still meh next year, right, if they still stink in the passing game with a better line and a better receiver core, yeah, you want to draft your QB next year, I'll, I'll be like, fine. Mm-hmm. I'll be sad because I don't want it to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. Justin's going to be great with me yeah. anymore. I... But what I'm saying is you can get your eval now. There will be no excuses.
1: Yeah, true, true. Yeah, he's definitely saying, okay, he's we're gonna, gonna be
0: play. good because now he's gonna have weapons that help. Yeah, I'm not,
1: up. I'm not worried about the. Oh, maybe he doesn't develop as a, as a passer. He already was a good passer. That's what he came he in as a
0: passer. Exactly. He came in and played with no talent. Yeah, we. He's fine. Sure. I'm not worried about it at all. But I'm saying, if I'm running polls, I love it because I got draft capital next year, and I get my real evaluation of fields, and I can, I, I am equipped to figure out the QB either way after next year, I'll know if Fields is the guy or I'll have Ammo to replace him. And I think he's the guy. But this is very smart on a couple levels for the GM, too. It's great. It's so nice to have a GM who was able to maximize this value. Hey, Mm. guess what, Chris? The Bears are picking where they'd be picking if they had won a couple meaningless games. (laughs) Oh, but they also got DJ Moore, a future first, and some seconds. (laughs) You're all idiots. Every person listening to this podcast who agreed with any of the dumb media people, this take is for you. This is why you want to lose those meaningless games. Okay? So don't go celebrating this trade if you are upset that they didn't win those games. Or maybe better put, if you weren't uh, capable of understanding the people like Danny Parkins and I and you and whoever else, Mm-hmm. They were saying, "No, you should lose out at this point." Yeah, uh, this father, you need to lose out.
1: I, uh, I just this tweeted, is on
0: victory lap. Thank you very much.
1: They're very naive and stupid people. Go ahead. I just tweeted from our uh, our pod account a little video Danny Parkins made a little a little victory lap on just. That oh, I have to take it out when we're done here. It's pretty. It's pretty great. It's it's pretty much what you'd expect. He's smug and soaking it up, and he's got. Every right to do it, my friend.
0: I just yeah. I will always love him for they have to win right now mm-hmm. with this roster. They have to win right now. So when he was reacting to Weaver, oh, yep. so good.
1: Do you watch
0: football? Yep. And, and I'm not trying to be a jerk. It just comes naturally to me. But, man, it, enjoy those trade bears fans. But understand, this is why it pays to lose when you suck. <laughs> this is why it's nice to lose ten in a row, even though it was frustrating at the time. all the people who said, guys, these wins don't matter. they're dead right. This trade shows that. hundred yep. percent you're not getting D j Moore doing this trade pick and forth.
1: Are you getting D j Moore if uh if uh, the Texans lose their last game? Maybe it's probably not, European, maybe probably not maybe.
0: Well, you're not doing it in March. You might like, get in draft day or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. But you, that's another thing about this is now you know what you're got. you're working with going into free agency. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Speaking of which, that starts uh, what next next week. So, camp
0: we run yet, everybody? Where's <laughs> the tampering <laughs> news? Any day now, right?
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. So does this? Okay, uh so
0: DJ Moore, cousin Nate has pointed out to me, DJ Moore is actually one month older than Bayless Jones. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. Close enough, cousin Nate.
0: Yeah, that it almost a... makes it sound like we're doing this live for an audience. How did you know we already talked about that? This is a little bit freaky. Oh, that that's action. true.
1: He's not listening.
0: <gasps>
1: not that I know of.
0: And I, I do want to apologize for everyone. You're not morons. You just don't understand football. And also, we are joining how many pods doing a Bears emergency pod tonight?
1: All of them. They are all doing it. Yes.
0: So if you chose us for some of these you. other ones. Thank you, we love you, we thank, really thank you.
1: Yes,
0: and the only moron here is me, but I'm a little hyped up on on this trade.
1: Oh, I know, absolutely. Um, so, so DJ Moore, I
0: gotta I gotta share this with you too. I mean, we can come okay. back to the picks. The whole thing is great, but and I don't think this would have been lost on the Bears' best and I sure hope the play caller is paying attention to this.
1: Mm-hmm. Somebody at
0: him in a tweet From field late. A list of wide receivers with at least 1,200 scrimmage yards in every season from 2019 to 2021. New Baylor, D.J. Moore.
1: That's the list,
0: huh? (laughs) And why (laughs) did he not hit that mark last year? Uh,
1: Because he had no quarterback last year, right?
0: Yeah. People are conveniently leaving out 2022.
1: Who was their quarterback?
0: Everybody was their quarterback.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's true. I think
0: former student Tim tried out at one point. Former
1: student, Tim, quarterback, former student. So, does this trade and getting uh, DJ Morris part of it, does this give you any kind of strategy going into free agency or some idea of what you think pulls is going to be looking for? I don't know if it changes that much. I'm just wondering what you think. Because they weren't going to get a wide receiver. But,
0: do you probably I want- don't know. Because, I mean, I think it's great that they know going in. I do think it's he still, by the way, had 888 yards and seven touchdowns with an average of 14 in the run-heavy, no QB offense. So
1: catch and passes from former student Tim.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, and, and another thing on him, just while we're here, he excels where Justin excels. That that like intermediate route. Oh yes. That both good at. I did hear that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah we we had that was that was in the group threads too. Fields, um,
1: I believe Fields led the league in uh, completion percentage between 10 and 19 yards. Is that right? Is that what I heard today?
0: Yeah, today? I'm pulling it up right now here. That's yeah, not he, too shabby. From Brad Spiegelberger, by the way, that's at PFF underscore Brad, an absolute must follow Bears fans. There's, nobody does the off seasons better, in my opinion, hmm. in terms of like understanding the cap and using meaningful stats to inform the analysis of what the decision makers do. Anyway, DJ Moore helps Justin Fields attack the intermediate area of the field, an area he did well targeting into in 2022. Fields led the NFL with a 66.7 completion percentage on fields should, on throws 10 to 19 yards downfield. DJ Moore's 172 targets, 19 yards, 10 to 19 yards downfield. From 2019 to 2022, is second most in the NFL. The problem is Fields wasn't able, wasn't allowed to do it very often. And yes. Ideally, that changes.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I
0: think you have hopefully what we have here is this is the Bears getting Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Or getting uh, uh, Jalen Hurts, getting him. Uh... E.J. Uh, Brown, yes, Brown, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. We, even like body
0: type and style, he's kind of digs. Like great route runner, he's not like a humongous target, but he's good at getting open, good at going deep, etc. Okay, so you were asked about the off season. I don't know because at the same time that I said, you know, it's good to know going in. I mean, surely they were going to look at the markets and think the line market is better than the receiver market. Yes, but. You got your receiver at a bargain price. Maybe you can splurge on Orlando Brown now. Mm. I mean, DJ Brown is – or DJ Moore, excuse me, is head and shoulders above anybody in the market. Like, it's not comparable. It's like, no, they're they're not even in the same
1: Mm -hmm.
0: three tiers. You know, (laughs) he's a tier two probably, right? Like, he's a ten range. Top 10, but not like top five. You know what I mean?
1: Okay.
0: And all those guys are like tier four or something. And <laughs> you know tops. I mean? Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So this is, uh, it's hard to say what they're going to do on the line because there's there's a lot of guys out there, but not a ton of them where you're like, that's the guy you should throw a heap pile of money at. Mm-hmm. But they were so bad at two positions specifically, like almost anything upgrades there.
1: Yeah. Tackle, think- right, tackle, and center. You have to look, too, now that they're going to be having the nine pick in the draft, um, thinking about who's going to be around there. Right. So, Will Anderson is out, right? I mean, he's not I, know. I love
0: him, but he's done.
1: Jalen Carter, depending on things, he might be around, but I think he's probably yeah, That's gone an interesting too.
0: thought if his character concerns yeah. cost him down to nine. I'd pick him at nine. I'd think long and hard about it. I, I'd need to have interviewed him thoroughly.
1: So you think it's possible he could still be, oh, okay, all right.
0: It, it's a misdemeanor, not a felony. And when uh-huh. first news first broke, I think a lot of us thought it was a felony or it was sort of set up that way. Uh-huh. By the way, it's, it's still super shady at the time. Am I the only person who's like, what's going on there? I don't know.
1: You mean with the timing of it all?
0: Yeah, just like right when he's getting ready to be. Interviewed it seems pretty shady. Mm. I'm not saying what he did was wasn't bad. It definitely yeah, was sure. if, if it's true or whatever. But it was, anyway, like, I think he's still a first rounder now that the mm-hmm. dust is settled and it's a misdemeanor. And he's not gonna go to jail or anything.
1: Yeah. Uh do you follow Jacob Infante on Twitter?
0: Yes, he's a he, good follow.
1: Yeah, he's he's got a list here of uh some possibilities that'll be around at nine. Did you see his list? Let me let me read it to you. Let me get you I this. did not let me get your reaction here. Uh here's who he says. Uh now that the Bears are at number nine and have DJ Moore, here are my guys. I'm looking at round one. Paris Johnson, I believe he's the OT, an OT from Ohio State, right? Uh Peter Skaronsky. You almost have to be on the Bears, or maybe Packers if your name is Skaronsky. You know,
0: he's a Packers fan growing up because I of, don't you know, care family.
1: Okay, Ray Nitschke grew up a Bears fan, so we can bring yeah. balance that way. Uh, Broderick Jones, uh, Miles Murphy, the defensive lineman, he's uh, generated some uh, some buzz. Lucas Van Ness, Jackson Smith, Njigba. He's and then in parentheses he says not ruling out. I'm kind of ruling that out. Uh, and then Devin Witherspoon, the really cornerback good. from Illinois.
0: A lot of good names there. I'd be happy with a bunch of them, honestly. And uh, I don't know, I might, I might go Lucas Van Ness, who was a popular choice after the Combine in the mock world because he has some position versatility too. And there's a, there was a tape going around last week, or was it early this week, recently-ish, where he's the only guy in the draft that put uh, Paris and Skrlonsky on their butts in a pass rush in a game. Wow. Like he, he's got raw ability. And uh, he's a Chicago area kid, for whatever that's worth. Um, you know, I think Muskie could work too, but I think if the Bears pick him based on the way they talk about length, they'll make him a guard. And I'm not really dying to pick a guard that high. Mm. Yeah, Paris I Johnson that. would be good. I mean, there's 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 so many great options still at nine. Yeah. As long as enough QBs go before it, you know, you need three or four QBs to go first, or if there's a QB sitting there still, do the Bulls trade out again?
1: If there's a QB still there, yeah, I would.
0: I bet they do. That's a big if. So call it 50-50, cutting analysis there. <laughs> but yeah. I'm not, I'm just I'm not making this a picking and nine. But now you get to do homework on those guys. i am tell you the guy, the if he's there at nine, which is probably a pipe dream, is Kylie Wilson, the second best edge. But, and I remember when I was like, one of the first people they met with at the Combine, at least reported. And he definitely fits their their profile. So I, you got to go line now, right, at, at that spot if they stay at 9 mm-hmm.
1: Would you be upset if they took uh, Devin Witherspoon, cornerback? Do you want them taking a
0: – I wouldn't be upset. I wouldn't love it. Love yeah. it like maybe I would a lineman. But okay. the thing about corners is you, you just – you need to sneak in many of them. That yeah, way. yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know the idea that you pick the corner and a safety first, and then you pick the corner first again is a little bit weird. Like, okay, so your secondary is really young. <laughs> like, yeah. But does, does DJ more It depends on who they sign, too, right? Yeah. Like, if the grades are similar for three or four guys in that range, and they signed a good three tech and they signed a good second starting corner, then you would say it's got to be edge or OT. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know best available, but there's a, there's like, how did Ryan Pace used to occasionally give you something interesting? What was the word he used for how he, how GMs organize a draft? It's not tears. It was something else. Oh, uh, I don't remember. I don't remember either. And I'm going to be annoyed because as soon as we stop, I'll remember. I blocked um, all that
1: out, man. All that darkness. He should.
0: But like every now and then he'd give you an interesting nugget. Yeah. But like, if if, if within that little matrix, there's four of them, and you signed a couple of positions, and you had two you didn't, then obviously you're still, you should still be completing a roster. But I think there's, you know, I really think it's 50-50. they trade out a nine, too, if they can.
1: If they, yeah. Which quarterback would still be around, you think? Levis? Yeah.
0: Who's trading up for him? Uh... I mean, there's a ton of QB needy teams, but he yeah. seems decidedly fourth right now. Crick- oh, can I just say it's hilarious that I was like, "Come on, underwear workout warriors!" Yeah, get everybody to go crazy, and then instead of it being just Levis, it's Levis and even more so Richardson.
1: Yep. Speaking of which, did you hear the other day Tom Thayer he- say yeah. he would draft?
0: Richardson? He's just- <laughs> yes. I couldn't believe it
1: yep. because of this. Because of the underwear workouts, exactly because the I thought you have an
0: idea. How good Justin Fields would have been at the combine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields would have gone second in the draft there's a combine. Yep.
1: Yep. I thought it was depressing that this is this is the team's flagship color commentator, and that's the I'm player. sorry. I'm
0: so done with Thayer. I really am. <laughs> He's yeah. not an idiot overall. He's an idiot when it comes to Justin Fields and the quarterback position. Yeah,
1: Mr. Right? It's really true. Yes,
0: let's pick the guy who's a whopping inch taller, right? I'm sure it'd be about the same 40 time. He's a little heavier, sure. And he's played QB at the D1 and above level before the draft. He took 400 snaps. Fields took a 1,000. Yeah, it, this it's... is a really interesting thread on how important this is. Lawrence took 2,200. Ooh. You want to know why Lawrence is ahead of Fields in his development, reading a defense and in the passing game and quick game? Yeah. He has more experience. Mm-hmm. So you want to pick a guy with even less experience in fields. Anthony Richardson is interesting and exciting in a ton of ways. He is the screaming definition of a guy who needs to sit for a year or two. Mm. Or go to a team that just gives him reps and doesn't care. Yeah. He's like perfect for Seattle. Yeah, I, I was great just... coaching staff. They got a guy they can play right now, and then bring him along.
1: Yeah, I don't know what Justin Fields did to Tom Thayer, but uh, just,
0: I'm I'm done being nice to people who don't understand the position.
1: Yeah, and it's like uh, it's it's really time the bear the Bears need to win a Super Bowl just just to get the 85 Bears away. <laughs> you know what I mean? For real. Just such, I that saw team, that clip but, and I
0: was like, what is he talking about?
1: Yeah, I have no idea. No
0: idea. If you're restudying at QB with a young QB. You're going to get the, the idea would be to get one that's polished because Fields has already got all the raw traits. Yep. hmm. It just, uh, oh man, that was bad. Almost as bad as Cal and Cowherd flipping back and forth every week. Oh, we I know. Really he love Fields. I don't either. It's just people tweet it out all the time. Mm. And now he's back to not liking Fields. I'm like, didn't he say Fields was amazing in like November?
1: They just talk. They don't even keep track of what they say. No,
0: it's, it's incredible. The media's. So, so many of them are excellent, and so many of them are just terrible. Yeah. Like, here's a fun conversation, Professor Teichler. Who are the C B minus students in the media?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy,
0: I'm kidding around, but like, okay. it, it is kind of funny. Anyway, today's not the day to do that, right? Here's a fun one for you. Guess who tried to trade? I just saw this tweet too. Who tried to trade a first round pick for DJ Moore during the deadline hmm. buildup? up? The Green Bay Packers. Uh-oh. Wah, wah. Oh, no. That's a shame. Yes, I'm that petty. The, 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 the one-time I can glow As you hey, should. Speaking of, is, is Count Dracula going to the Jets or what now that his darkness retreats over?
1: Boy, I, I tell you, that's a, that's sure picking up some uh, some steam, isn't it?
0: That it sure rumor, is. And, that rumor is and, not going away. Well, it seems like it's got a bust, right, at this hmm. point? Yeah, but in the in the, and the only reason I bring it up in the offseason that the Bears control, the Packers might trade Rogers. Amazing, amazing. And we talked about it at the end of the year. Did the Bears finally get lucky with the whole thing with the Texans Colts game and getting the pick?
1: Oh, that was real lucky. Did you watch that time that uh, touchdown that almost that? Uh, oh, yeah, they picked it off.
0: <laughs> they had to convert two fourth and 20s on that drive, I think. Mm-hmm. Two yeah. fourths and extremely long,
1: and get a two point conversion. Unbelievable! It's like all that luck that we missed out on for decades, uh, all came in one punch. Um, Someone, uh, the Windy City Productions actually just tweeted out that very picture that I was thinking of of the ball yeah, going right through it. the Colts' hands, the Colts' defenders' hands.
0: <laughs> That's right now. I could just do like the rest of this pod. Mm-hmm. Robert Smith. All gay some, some gave all. And it's pictures of David of Davis Mills, Steve Wilkes, Carolina in GM, Lovey Smith. Bears fans will never forget what you sacrificed for this. Team.
1: <laughs> nice. Thank you, Lovey. We love you, Lovey. Well, bear, the
0: and for that, I'm sorry, everyone. The Bears have also re-signed Patrick Scales.
1: Oh, my goodness. I don't know how I'm going to sleep tonight knowing that. The, the trade was one thing, but
0: wow. The Bears haven't had multiple picks, Jacob and Fonte, in around one since 2003. Heh. Michael Haynes and Rex Grossman.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, then,
0: get this. This has got to lead the league. If it's not the Rams, it's the Bears. Since then, they've had six drafts without a first-round pick.
1: Well, you lost two with Cutler. You lost two with Mitch. Uh, no,
0: you didn't lose him with Mitch. You lost him with Mac.
1: Excuse me, Mac. Yes. Yeah. We didn't lose one with Mitch. We didn't lose a first-round pick.
0: No, it was a third. That's why it was hilarious that everybody was so upset about it. The problem was picking Mitch, not that they were aggressively going for a QB.
1: I thought they gave up a, a first uh-uh. the following year. Oh,
0: okay. No, um, the other ones. Well, who were the other ones? Six drafts without a first. There was the who did they trade for Agunlia? There was the year they picked Hester in the second, that was the first pick, and Daniel Mann. Yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. Who did was... they trade that first for? Um, would it
1: been Agunga? Agunga? maybe no, Agunlia was uh, Marty Booker, I
0: That's think. Right, Well, yeah, Cutler was two, Mac was two, and there's two more. Yeah, we'll oh. figure it out. As of now, he continues, they'll break that streak in 24. This new regime isn't messing around. They know the importance of serious draft capital. And I just got to say, man, the reaction to this is like nothing but love for the Bears doing this. Like there's nobody on Twitter saying they didn't get enough value. And and you're right. I have not seen a single tweet that tells me the Bears are giving anything else up. Not like a fifth or anything.
1: I think it was just that big, which is wow. Usually you have to throw in a third or a fourth or something like that, but
0: wow. Hard rock sports book, only because people are retweeting it. Players in NFL history with at least four thousand pass yards and fifteen hundred rush yards in their first twenty-five starts. Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields. With DJ Moore, Fields becomes an immediate MVP candidate from a Vegas yep. book. That's wow.
1: That's fun to think about. <clears throat>
0: That's crazy to think about. I don't know if I want to get myself in that frame of mind.
1: <laughs> All right, don't get there yet. Yeah, let's let's get through free. in the draft,
0: that's worth pointing out. Panthers starting wide receivers as of this moment: Terrence Marshall, G. Smith, Laviska Chenault. Their new QB isn't going to have a whole lot to work with. Now, the rest of that is not too bad, and that division's terrible. Yeah. But it kind of helps getting DJ more in terms of the 24 first value.
1: Do you think they're going to take more of a project then, quarterback wise? That's then? what I'm
0: wondering. Does that mean they're going up for the polished guys or not? Like CJ Stroud had the best throwing mm-hmm. day at the combine, right? Dyson didn't work because he knew. He's smart. He's so smart. He's like, if I get out there and throw after these humongous individuals, I'm going to look. Terrible, but if I kill it in my pro day, it won't matter. So we need to do it. I don't know what to make of that division right now, right? Like, Saints are the favorites?
1: Yeah, with uh, Derek Carr now. Yeah. yeah. Leading them Saints. Those Saints will march me in. You mentioned the
0: other big knees of the week. Daniel Jones gets $40 million Oh my and gosh. Wants, and nobody wants Lamar Jackson. What? What is going on? Also, apologies to Mitch Trubisky. If you had just had the 2018 season, Going into your contract year, you got a lot more money right now. Mm-hmm.
1: Indeed. Yeah. And uh, you told me, uh, in tech, and I tweeted this out that if if Daniel Jones is getting 40 a year, <laughs> Fields is going to get like 60. I'm <laughs> serious. Yeah. Assuming he progressed. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, I see the tweet you referenced. You need to read about the receptions for more in the yards in team history. Mm-hmm. DJ Moore's, this is Chris Emma. 364 receptions over the last five seasons would make him third on the Bears' all-time receptions leaderboard, trailing two running backs.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's fantastic. fantastic. And that's that's fantastic. the most Bears stat ever. That's quite bad, 5,202 yeah. receiving yards would be the most in franchise history, and he's only 25 arriving to Chicago.
1: All right. Well, should we wrap this up and uh, check in after some free agency? Next
0: week? Yeah, I just I want to make one more point because we've been hard on Ryan Poles and then we've been impressed by Ryan Poles and then we've been a little bit confused as to what to make of Ryan Poles, right? I love what he did this week. He went on the pod circuit. He had a good time. He showed some personality. And you know why? He wasn't worried about that trade materializing. I think he had this in the bag. And he was just seeing if anybody would, would – would Annie up even more. Get to the end of the week, and he does the deal before the weekend of free agents kick the seat kicking off. That was a confident, happy man on those podcasts. Yes, it was. You know, these deals don't happen in you know ten minutes. So I bet this was he was ready to roll, I and mean, just seeing if anybody maybe higher would offer more, like the Raiders or Colts or somebody.
1: Oh, so, he's was-
0: doing the media so well it been fun to actually hear the GM talk and not be annoying.
1: Yeah, there were whispers out there that it was already uh, – already always. Oh, Rich Eisen. Rich Eisen was the one a few days ago who said they are already – it's going to happen. They're just discussing the final details. And, boy, he, that, that turned out to be the case. Yeah, that was one of the
0: ones where it kept on coming up Carolina during the combine. Mm. I love it. All right. Well, we are barely educated. We have had fun – Talking off the cuff, no prep, just scrolling Twitter as we go, reacting to the Big Bears trade. Two first-round picks and DJ Moore coming to Chicago, and it's a good time to be a Bears fan. Have fun with the rest of the weekend. Free agency kicks off soon. We'll be back, I'm sure, next week because there will be some signings. Until then, follow us on Twitter at BarelySportEducated, and we will talk to you next time.
1: You dead. It. It's my quarterback. I love the Bears.